1: Well, happy fucking happy hour, everyone. Is this a week for happy hour or yeah, what? Oh, yeah.
2: It's the happiest oh, of God. hours. Oh. oh, my
1: God. Inauguration week. And uh, I, I'm telling first of all, you would think the two scariest of our guests, Sarah Kenzior and Dr. Doom, Dr. Irwin, Lefred Hunter, would be the biggest cock-blocking buzzkills ever. But they were almost, they were both giggly. They were yeah. kind of giggly this week over yeah. Sarah Sarah over, uh, that we've defeated... Fucking autos- autocracy, bitches. Authoritarianism, yep. which she's been warning about forever. We yep. defeated it by a hair, but we defeated it. And uh, I'm telling you, Dr. Redliner, isn't it hilarious? Like he turned overnight from the tragedy mask to the comedy mask. Yeah. Like yeah. all all the doctors on TV, right? Just even with sound Dr. down. <laughs> Dr.
2: Yeah. Fauci's like Chuckles the Clown now. <laughs> His laugh is a vaccine. Yeah. Oh, my now, God. We should call Dr. Doom Dr. Bombay now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dr. Ball- <totally> Dr. Bombay. calling Dr. Bombay. Oh, my God. What a week we got through. We were saying just the whiplash alone yeah. from this end of this Trump shit show to all this just joy and diversity and competence and, oh, so boring. Excuse oh, me. my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> boring. Thank you, Joanne. <laughs> Joanne Worley lives to serve, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, and we're all in our different stages of COVID recovery. I, I'm, I have a little smell and taste back. Travis, you have most of it back, right?
2: I think it's back. I, 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 I'm tasting things that I, that I would not have been able to taste two weeks ago.
1: Chris is dealing. Grandpa's still dealing with a little bit of fatigue. A little bit, yeah. Which is Even hard because you go to bed at six o'clock anyway, so it's hard oh, for you to tell. Earlier than that. You do Five oh, uh-huh. Oh, that's true. I've uh-huh. tried yeah. you at five o'clock and had yeah. no fucking luck.
2: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he puts that do not disturb on and he means it.
1: <laughs> but you, yeah, you got your smell
2: and taste back almost right away in a few days. Yeah, so you're, I yeah. Think, Well, I, I my smell, I lost my sense of smell for about four days. I never really completely lost my taste. Yeah. Um, and it, and it started to come back after a day. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. If you want to know what behind the scenes is like here, it's, you're like, I smelled my own fire today. Yeah. And we're all like, yay. yay! Who's, Who's a big boy? Who's a big boy? boy? <laughs> <laughs> that's, wow. Uh, that's, that's what counts for great, a great day in, yep. <laughs> at the end of Donald Trump's America. I yeah. smelled my own shit show. Uh, yay. Okay. Yeah. And you've been, Andy, you've been grabbing your own pussy all morning. Oh, my God. Doing the well, show from home. has well, been yeah.
2: Uh, Boots likes to crawl around when I'm working on the computer. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. We're all exposed to our own crazy pet voices now during a regular yeah. show I, since I, we're I, I, doing it remotely. We're just yeah. like, oh, baby, made doo doo. Who's a kitty? Who just woke up? Who? Okay. Who's oh, got Did... no
2: pink nose? Didn't, cat, pink paws?
1: didn't cats always just wake up? I mean, it's not like fucking breaking news.
2: Well, I, I found out that they do sleep the entire time that I'm at work. Usually, yeah. So, oh, so
1: is that why we get so many who just woke up?
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, uh, the boots usually wakes up in hour three of the show. Oh, well,
1: yeah. we're in morning radio, so we assume you're talking to us. I'm like, I did. I just woke up. <laughs> yes. All right. Listen, happy, happy hour. you deserved it resistance. People yep. that resist Out of law. And uh yeah, please enjoy uh Sarah Kenzi or and Doctor Doom yep. on uh, this week's happy hour. Yeet it. All right, we just we want to have the bejesus scared out of us one last time before the inauguration, and so you yeah. better, everybody. Everybody, light your Blair Witch Project uh, flashlight under your face <laughs> and say good morning <laughs> to Sarah Kenzior of a uh, Gaslit Nation and just an kind of awesome miss. Hi, Sarah. Hi. How are you? I've, I've missed you so. <laughs> I've missed you too. From the first time I saw you on television and, and fell in love with you, and I was like, "That lady is the only one at the correct level of alarm." <laughs> 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 For this Trump and Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I think I saw you on t- Joy Reid screaming, "This isn't an administration; it's a transnational crime syndicate, and they need to be imprisoned immediately." And I was like,
0: "Yeah, I love her." <laughs> so, unfortunately, uh, it it was and yep. remains, but it is yep. now one in exile. So thumbs up. Oh, my God. Congratulations. Uh, you want one,
1: one of the leaders of the resistance. But, you know, Andrea, you've been talking about authoritarianism and, you know, he's going to attempt a coup. And you've been right about everything,
0: sadly, mm-hmm. not like you wanted to be, right? Oh God, no, the entire time I've been hoping I was wrong. And I was wrong on a couple of things. I mean, he didn't go to war with Iran, very glad about that. Um, The rest of it largely came true and that's extremely tragic and and horrible for our country. Um, You know, and I hope moving forward, people are more vigilant and they have learned lessons from this. And, um, you know, everybody got a crash course in civics with the emphasis on crash. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we'll be able to rebuild in a a more uh, profound way moving forward. Yeah, but Sarah, you also have level,
1: have uh, mirrored my level of alarm over the inauguration. You've said over and over on Twitter, the inauguration should be held in a secure location and aired online and on television. It should not be a public event on a national landmark. I mean, given the pandemic and that we just had an attempted coup and a violent insurrection, I'm like, and everything is virtual anyway today because of the pandemic, the DNC, Mm -hmm. like why? why are we taking this chance today? I'm still so
0: nervous. Are you? I'm extremely nervous. You know, I'm having flashbacks to when I was a kid, and my teachers told me I was about to watch an exciting astronaut adventure, and then I watched the Challenger explode, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's that kind of vibe. That's what formed now I see what yes, formed Sarah I think my whole generation was formed by that event.
2: <laughs> I'm with you there, Sarah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And so, you know, obviously I don't want anything to happen. That's why I've been very adamant about, you know, it's better to play it safe than sorry, and you know the Biden uh, team has taken pains to try to suss out bad actors and to try to make things safe. But as they've been doing that, they have found numerous bad actors within the National Guard. We know there were bad actors within the Capitol Police. We know that there are quiet, long-term plots. I mean, one of the mistakes people, you know, make about Trump is thinking he's incompetent or that he can't pull off, um, you know, a plan or that he'll always blurt it out. People did not fully realize what was happening with the attack on the Capitol. They knew there was going to be one because the you know the participants announced that. But I think that a lot of the spectacle of it, you know, the QAnon shaman and, and so forth was meant to hide the really frightening stuff, the bombs, the people there, you know, who sought out to murder representatives of our Congress. Like that is extremely frightening stuff. And it just shows there is no bottom and that anything is possible. So I do wish they had made this a virtual event just like the democratic national convention that was virtual yeah. everyone liked yeah. it. it worked out great yeah. so yeah. fingers crossed but i am worried well
1: no i said this sarah i don't know what movie analogy do you want like you know the uh candidate or something but you're like oh i see so the secret service has to also protect him against possibly our national guard and rogue actors that have still infiltrated you
0: know? and I against mean, the it, secret service like one of them yeah. went on to go be a trump advisor for a little while like that's not great for Joe Biden so oh,
1: you know. No, you know, Sarah, you're right. There's that story as well that they they had some concern about pro-Trumpers in the Secret Service. So I mean, it's just yeah, it's all nerve-wracking, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I think if there were more time, you know, because we know that Trump was obstructionist, he was refusing to let Biden proceed with the transition, he was blocking him, and that created a very narrow window for the Biden team to be prepared um, for these kind of threats. I think if they had more time, they'd be able to find, you know, all bad actors, people with ties to militia groups and so forth, but they don't, I mean, it's going to start in like an hour, and so I'm hoping everything's well good,
1: that's but. why I, that's why i booked. that's why i booked you now because they still have time to listen to you
2: <laughs> yeah. yes well. and you've
1: been right about everything i'm just saying there's 45 minutes to listen to they, sarah Kenzie or who's been right make about it everything
0: virtual. I, I think you know you could pull off I mean, anything that's the lesson of the trump years <laughs>
1: uh, but sarah it's you know we're going to find and i think already have that there are members of congress that were involved in this I mean, oh, yeah. it's just, it, we're not crazy. This isn't a conspiracy theory, right? No, there are it's members a conspiracy. of Congress that gave reconnaissance tours of the Capitol to these insurrectionists.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's a flat out conspiracy against the United States by members of the United States Congress, abetted mm-hmm. by foreign actors, abetted by domestic terrorists, but they were directly involved. They attacked our own country. I mean, there's no more severe offense. And one of the people who encouraged it was is my senator, Josh Hawley, who I think should be removed immediately, along with oh, all of God. the other Republicans who plotted this, Mo Brooks and, and the rest of those and- congressmen. They're traitors.
1: And, and by the way, he continued being a traitor yesterday, Sarah, and yep. he's blocking, he's going to block the head of the Department of Homeland Security, which we desperately need more than anybody right now. And of course, because of over the wall, over building this stupid wall or whatever he's saying that, you know, that is not our threat. As we've just found out, and you and others have been saying for years, white supremacist right-wing
0: uh, lunatics are our number one threat in America, right? Yeah, 100%. And, you know, Holly's an opportunist, but he's just, he's somebody with a moral void, you know, and the acts that he's perpetrating right now are evil and anti-American and and very serious and they need to be out. I think some are still kind of trapped in this mode of thinking of this as, you know, hyper-partisanship, but it's so much worse than that. You know, this is putting our national security at risk. This is trying to prevent Biden's administration from serving the American public. And the American public has not been served for four years. We haven't been served anything but constitutionalism conspiracies, lies, and threats. And so they have a tremendous amount of work to do and they need to get on it fast. And of course the Republicans are going to try to block them, but it's great that the Democrats have the house, the Senate, the presidency, they should be as forceful as possible at pushing back at that. They don't need to be polite. They don't need to shake hands or reach across the aisle to people who want to punch them in the face. Like they just need to get work done.
1: Sarah, it's agreed, because they're so craven, you wouldn't put it past them to be hoping there's an attack on Joe Biden's watch where they can go, oh, and then, you know, they won't even take any responsibility that they didn't confirm, a, you know, a Homeland Security director. They'll just go, oh, well, look what happened on Joe Biden's watch already. I mean, I forgot Joss Holly is your senator. Don't you think? Um, don't you think? And do you think he and Cruz could still be expelled? The more we this is, this investigation
0: goes on, time is not going to be their friend, is it? Yeah, I, I think the more details that we know, I think, and and the more that Biden manages to break through the morass of confusion and lies that Trump has created, we've already se- sort of seen this since Trump has been right. kicked off of Twitter. It's like the air is clearing. People will yeah. begin to see with clarity that this was a domestic terrorist attack. This was like a internal 9/11 style attack, and people could have died. We're very lucky mm-hmm. that they didn't. And I think yeah. when they see that they had accomplices right there in Congress, of course those people need to be removed. Of course they're national security threats. And my representative is Cory Bush, so it's an interesting situation to live in St. Louis right now, where my representative <laughs> is trying to remove my senator. But I, I fully am backing her and everybody else who are taking this she's, seriously. They're taking America she's great. seriously. Yeah, I like. Didn't her a lot. you love that? Didn't you love the sound of a congressional sphincter snapping
1: shut when she called Trump a white supremacist? <laughs> yes. On yes. Floor of Congress. So it was awesome. It was St. So yes. Louis. <laughs> yeah, they're more they're more offended by her saying he's a white supremacist than him being a white supremacist. So that yeah. was yeah. That, um, but you tweeted the U.S. is still in an enormous amount of trouble, and we will have an more, enormous amount of work to rebuild and ensure that I never use. I um, uh, have to utter that phrase again in reference to a different Trump. You said, but man, it's going to be so nice to get him the hell out of the White House. I mean, and there's his whole grifter family. I mean, honestly, I hope they all go to prison. I don't know what's going to happen, but...
0: I mean, he has a world of legal uh, uh, pain ahead of him, don't you think? Mm -hmm. He should. I mean, he should have had a world of legal pain behind him 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, Donald and Donald Jr. and Ivanka should have been indicted 10 years ago. They weren't because of Cy Vance, who now says he's no longer running um, in his race, you know, in um, the Manhattan D.A. And so, you know, there have been a lot of unpunished crimes and a lot of people who have escaped consequences who then went on to commit more crimes through this administration and escape consequences again through pardons, you know, Manafort, Stone, Flynn, and so on and so forth. They absolutely need to be held accountable because the great lesson of this is that if you don't hold them accountable early, they just come back in a new Republican administration. Bill Barr is another example of that, you know, the GOP cover-up guy, like they're getting older and older, but they're also spawning new variants and people like Holly and Cruz. And of course, in the Trump crime dynasty, which they're trying to build, especially with Ivanka, but also with Don Jr., possibly with Lara Trump, who's also interested in political office. This is a mafia family that has mm-hmm. infiltrated our political institutions, and people should view it as such. You know, that's not an exaggeration, that's a statement of fact. You know, I've documented it, many others have documented it. Um, the Mueller report and Mueller probe should have done something about it. They didn't. Now's the time to do something. Now's the time for the investigation that we deserved all along and the process prosecutions that are well-merited.
1: And and Sarah, you know, I keep making this, you know, first of all, when you have Auschwitz t-shirts, F you for saying we can't call them Nazis anymore. I mean, and I'm sorry, the Hitler analogies are apropos. As you know, as an authoritarian scholar, Hitler had a failed coup before he had mm-hmm. a successful coup. This is why we have to start with him being convicted in the Senate and prevented from ever coming to power again, and then let the legal system go in the state and the local and all of that. But I mean... For instance, what do you think he's doing with declassifying this Russian information? I mean, the one thing I'm told is that he's not going to be able to do this by noon today, I hope. But what do you think he's trying to do? by declass- I, I mean, go ahead.
0: I wouldn't necessarily trust any information that Trump declassifies as full, accurate, or even real. I mean, that's the thing with him is I could easily see him inventing intelligence, releasing intelligence selectively. He's building a narrative. He's creating propaganda. That's all intelligence is to him. I also think he's about to go sell a lot of our intelligence. And so is Kushner and others in his fold. And so that is another security threat. I've been worried about that for a while. Um, I want the full story of Trump and Russia out. That story is extremely damning to Donald Trump. So I don't know I why he wasn't out. Sarah, like- yeah. Sarah, everyone that laughed about oh the
1: Mueller report, it was nothing, I still don't think we're done, Sarah. Whatever he's trying to declassify, I think it's like good. I, I'm with Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton who said, let's have a 9-11 style commission and get to the bottom mm-hmm. of this Russia mm-hmm. thing, not for vengeance, Sarah, to, to protect our national security and from this ever happening again, get to the bottom of what happened with Russia, because you and I both know it. And Bill Barr, you know, C blocked it for Donald Trump. But we're going to see the unredacted Mueller report. We're
0: going to find out more information, whether classified or not. Don't you think? Yes, and it's it's the Russian mafia. It's Semyon Mogilevich and you know his Russian mafia operation, which is connected to the Kremlin and to other foreign governments. And Trump and his cohort have been embedded in it for decades, and it's infiltrated our institutions. Robert Mueller warned about it in 2011. Mm-hmm. No one did anything. It's like the great untouched subject. People don't even like it when I say that name, and I get that because he's the head of the. Russian mafia. So like it mm-hmm. is genuinely frightening. And I think it's frightened a lot of our representatives and officials into silence. But the time of silence needs to end. Silence just leads to complicity and violence and great harm on Americans. And as frightening as this threat is, um, we need to take it on. But I don't think it's it's mysterious. And if Trump declassifies the Russia stuff, I feel like all it's going to show is like, wow, Obama didn't do a great enough job of catching me, the great criminal, the criminal yeah. of all criminals. Like, <laughs> I, I don't really. know how yeah. that makes him look good. You know what I mean? And he might be trying to make the Obama administration look Incompetent, but he's the criminal, and they're just like
1: they didn't fast enough. I know. I, mean, I know. That, you know. Well, here's the good news for all of us in the resistance. Uh, you tweeted no changes ahead for gaslit nation. Andrea mm-hmm. Chalupa and I uh, studied corruption in the U.S. and autocracy abroad before the Trump administration. We studied it during the administ- administration of Trump. We'll study it after the Trump administration. Our goal is a world in which our areas of extra- expertise are not so relevant. Um, that is great news, and I. Hearing the challenger story, I, it may it it tells me who Sarah Kensior is today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Take nothing for that granted, guys. Yeah,
1: I was seven years old, you know. Can I just a moment. tell you? This would have been you. My next door neighbor when I lived in Crown on the Hudson had a half coyote dog, like a half, you know, it was very sweet, but it was half coyote. And I remember there were campers that you know, were going by her house and her dog killed a deer right in front of all these campers. Oh, my God. (laughs) And she she said to the camp leader, she goes, well, if you're teaching them about nature, I think this is a pretty...
2: Yes. Oh, and, no. then, and
1: then she was at the beach and the same thing happened to, to a seagull in front of a bunch of kids and she's like listen kids have to learn about nature i'm like andrea Chalupa would have been in all of those groups of children
0: <laughs> yeah we both would have i mean it's
3: that yeah.
1: that's
0: how we uh that's how we grew up so and now we've seen the consequences of it and yeah. it's uh, it's as awful as it is to see these things And you obviously don't want them to happen um you know prevention is the best cure in many cases yep. Absolutely. I hope you'll come visit us often, Sarah, and congratulations.
1: We made it to the promised yes. land, only another hour and a half. <laughs> yes.
0: Fingers crossed, everybody. So yeah. let's hope for yeah. a safe and peaceful inauguration. Yeah,
1: absolutely. absolutely. Thanks, Sarah. See you Thank next time. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. All right. Bye. Flexidoim. Yeah, um, it, it I, works. Yeah. I, listen, uh, even though I have COVID, I, am, uh, I was laser focused on uh, uh, the email that said I look beautiful. <laughs> I'm going to say thank you, flex the term I still put it on no matter what. I'm like I don't. I'm not gonna. These under eye things are not gonna on yeah. top of everything else, right? Do you yeah, have a, Do you, uh, you have your own? Do you have your own personal WTF face? I do. It's just what is that happening now? What? Yeah. I can't. I don't. Ooh. I what? These. You have the I literally can't even anymore face. Uh Pleciderm can take care of all of that, right? Even when you smile, when you feel hope, you're like, oh, crow's feet now. Wrinkles, under-eye bags, crow's feet. I'm telling you, the pictures and the TV commercials you see, they're actually not
2: voodoo. They're real. Totally real. I do it every
1: morning. I look right in the mirror. I'm like, OMG, I think this works in like a minute or something. Mm -hmm. I do it right under my eyes, and uh, uh, there you go. I still get the, uh, you look... You know, I may it may have inched up a little from 35 on Twitter, but eh, I'll take it. <laughs> Try it. See what I'm talking about. Six application trial pack only 14.95. Free shipping. Go to buyplx. dot com slash voices. Or call them at 800-685-1292. Say the code, Voices. Free shipping, 30-day money-back guarantee. You've got nothing to lose except right. wrinkles, fine lines, and under-eye bags. That is B-U-Y-P-L-X dot com slash Voices or 800-685-1292. And say the code, Voices, at checkout. Oh my God! Too much goodness. Too much. I, we're gonna. We're gonna need to get something from the doctor to help us calm down. I don't. Is he Doctor Doom anymore? Is Is he, uh, he going to be like Doctor Delirious now? No, I don't really if know. I'm going to get bad news, I want it from him because he's so handsome. Doctor Dr. Handsome. Dr. Irwin Brellner doing us now. Doom. MSNBC medical expert. Doctor Doom. Doctor Irwin,
3: Doom, Doom, Dr. Doom, Doom.
1: Dr. Irwin and
3: now he, Dr. Dr. he became Doctor Doom.
1: Him Dr. Erwin Redlener is the founding director of the National Center for Disaster Preparedness and Senior Research Scholar.
2: <laughs> he, he could be like <laughs> Prince says, you know, Dr. Everything gonna be alright. Yeah, yeah. We, no, we, yeah.
1: we might have to change your name. I swear, yeah. to, Doc, like, even, even with the sound down on TV, all of the doctors yesterday just had these big smiles. I mean, it's... It must feel amazing to you that science is back, that experts are back, Mm -hmm. that listening to doctors
3: is back, right? Yeah, it's stunning, Stephanie. The contrast between yesterday and the day before yesterday was absolutely amazing. It's like we all got this massive injection of a good-feeling tonic that is changing everything. And, And the things that I thought actually would take a long time to come back Seemed to happen like instantly, like a light switch was turned on. And all of a sudden, there's respect for science, there's organization, there's a master plan, very detailed. And I think we're all feeling like, oh my God, this is this is the way it should be and the way it should have right.
1: been. Imagine how many people would be alive if we had I had I, survived. Like to I think mean, think about you're...
3: that because there's probably 300,000 excess deaths of the 400,000, yeah. at least 300,000. Would have survived had we done things correctly, and uh that's heartbreaking um, and
1: doc and doc, your friend Dr. fauci, who you talk to all the time, I mean just the fact today that we were already back in the World Health Organization and Dr. fauci is there representing the United States of America, sends a huge message, doesn't it?
3: oh, incredible, incredible, and it's the details like that you know, so like he went to a meeting today, like whatever like in normal times that would have been expected but we have gotten so beaten down about yes. our ability to relate to other people, to, to participate in the world. Uh, this is like this small act of Fauci on a, on a Zoom call today it is like, oh, my God, this is yeah. incredible. I mean, a message know. is
1: from world. We're like, welcome back. You know, yeah. um, somebody yeah. somebody from Canada was like, "I feel like our crack house neighbor just moved out, and a really nice family moved in." Again. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> Um But you a know, doc, house. we were we were we were just saying this morning that you know, I guess nothing should shock us that will come out about the Trump administration because we thought, "Oh, there's probably a bad plan, or they were implementing it badly." There was no plan for va- for vaccine distribution. I mean, get your head around that as a doctor. There was no plan, doctor. <laughs> I'm in right,
3: the no plan equals huge excess fatalities. Yeah, this is the American tragedy of our generation that we now have as many people died from COVID as we had die in World War II, and we're going to get to the point where we have fatalities equal to what we lost in the Civil War, which is six hundred thousand or so, and. Uh, and I think it's going to be slowed down dramatically by the actions that uh, Biden is taking, which is fantastic. But it's not a magic bullet, as, as I've been saying. It's still going to take a long time to get people vaccinated, to fix the systems that were broken or not even ever there. And uh, we're going to get to it. But at least we, we have a, a, a glide path. We know we have direction. We have very competent people in the right positions. We're we're moving now, and it feels yeah. fantastic.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's it's the hope is the new emotion to process now. Um, Let's talk about, so Biden unveiled his plan, um, which includes uh, issuing a mask mandate for federal property and by asking people to wear masks in public for the first 100 days. And I love on Twitter, you know, people love to be cynical and dismissive. Um, someone's tweeted to you, oh, hilarious that you think anyone not doing that already will start because Biden asked them to. Uh, While he's at it, he should ask 50 million Americans to quit smoking, LOL. And you said, good point. But pandemic fatigue is a factor in some relaxation of folks following the guidelines. Maybe Biden's plea will have an effect. Who knows? I mean, and I love the way he puts it, Doc, that it's a mass challenge. And he just says, mask up, be a patriot, man. Like, just do it. Do it for your country. I mean, and nobody has illusions that, you know, I I get it. There's going to be a segment that goes, oh, screw you, you know, that are hardcore MAGA. You know, we're not going to do that. Well what percentage of lives will be saved? Does some percentage of people go okay
3: well, and actually you know, I, especially after yesterday, Stephanie, I feel like the chances of a lot of people following what he has to say is good it's much better than I even thought it was going to be right because he that whole this this whole introduction of this new team mm-hmm. and the phenomenal mm-hmm. people they're putting together is literally inspiring, even for old you know cynics like myself it was like you know it's like your eyes were welling up and i feel mm-hmm. like i'm back in america and i you know there's some real hope here so i think if biden says listen we're making it mandatory in our federal facilities on airplanes whatever else right. we're going to do please right. do your part join me for 100 days you can do it i think people are going to be moved by that i really really yeah. do well and, i mean it's uh, like
1: that it's like that whole concert and thing last night you just if you I, if you couldn't if a tear didn't come to your eye for that whole thing, you're not, I'm ex- I guess, human or American or something, because it's just I think you're right. It's that appeal to real patriotism. And of course, he can't make force people to wear a mask. He's saying, yeah. let's do this all together. I mean, because it's also about getting us vaccinated quicker. The economic relief package, obviously, that totals, you know, two trillion. Um, He's uh, rejoining the WHO. Um Uh, Biden is creating a position of COVID-19 response coordinator. Um, The same executive order will restore the uh, Directorate for Global Health Security and Biodefense, a special response unit within the uh, NSC dedicated to monitoring health threats from around the globe. The Obama administration, as you know, created that and the Trump administration disbanded it. So, you know, we're putting all the mechanisms back in place that should have been there to prevent this and contain this in the first place, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, look, I think I think we're going to have a lot of opportunity to right this ship. You know, it's like we we went into a place that I actually thought uh, two days ago, even that this was going to be very tough to revert back to what we expect from our country, for God's sakes. And and I think it's going to happen. I really feel optimistic about it, which is an odd feeling. You know, I'm, I'm the ultimate. Half empty glass, you know, and I, it's like I like my half empty thing if I see here that's me, but I think things are things are are changing now and it's it's spectacular mm-hmm. you know the other thing we Karen and I felt very insulted by the extreme right wing and Donald Trump for defining patriotism yeah. as those who are you know like like obsessed with Trump and his extremism yeah and i I feel like that was not fair to take away our sense of being, I feel like we're all patriots. We are. We put up an American flag about the day after Trump was elected on our property up here. And, uh, you know, I look at it every day and, you know, damn it, now I feel like, I belong here again. Did you yeah. feel like you were pushed yeah. out?
1: Yeah, like, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: Like you well, were...
1: you said it. You said it best on Twitter. You said so. Donald Trump, disgraced demagogue, leaves the White House with an insurrection, one final COVID mega spreader event, and a badly damaged global reputation for the U.S. In his insane wake, nobody in history more deserved a Senate, more deserves a Senate conviction. Nobody. And I think that's going to be part of our healing. You know, in terms of of moving on is that we can't just pretend this didn't happen two weeks ago,
3: right? No, I, I was, listen, my, my fantasy was that he would arrive in Mar-a-Lago, get off the plane, and there'd be FBI agents with handcuffs waiting for him at the bottom of the steps. It didn't exactly happen, but, you know, <laughs> listen, we'll give him a couple weeks. Yesterday, yesterday
1: was <laughs> enough. I'm not sure we could have yeah. processed our, the, yes. all that happiness yeah. on top By of the everything way, else. It, There's something
3: for day two. Wasn't it interesting that uh, there was t- no coverage of anything uh, to do with his departure and it was arrival. glorious
1: forward. it was glorious uh, yes i think know, there is such it. a just a national sigh of relief doc i mean it really is an amazing yeah. feeling isn't it and and i oh, yeah. and i was saying i literally feel like processing hope and optimism is really new for all of us we're really like you for know btsd yeah. i mean mm-hmm. so yeah, it's yeah, you yeah, know yeah so now yeah. we reach reached the free telehealth portion of the program
3: <laughs> oh i have i have a question <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, no, I, I think, but, sort of honestly, because, <laughs> on
3: my examining table <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, I mean, but none of us got out of this Trump nightmare <laughs> unscathed. And as you know, Doc, Travis, and Chris, and I all got COVID, you know, yep. um, at the tail end of the Trump mm-hmm. world. And so, you know, I think there are, and as you know, there's going to be, and that's what I loved about Biden too, is the honesty of going, we're in a, we're going to be in a dark winter. This is going to get worse before it gets better. We're at yeah. 4,000 souls a day being lost. I mean we 4, are really, yesterday.
2: Yeah. Forty two hundred yesterday. A new record yeah. yesterday. But, yeah.
1: but anyway, so and there you know, there's hundreds of thousands of us like Chris and Travis and I that are that are dealing with having had COVID and that you know, there's a pre existing condition now, I guess, and yeah. we don't know you know what to expect, but uh, Travis, did you have a question? Because I think I feel like we're not just asking for us. We're asking well, for this is actually a lot of a,
2: people. Uh, more of a general news question. I saw last night also that they're going that Biden's going to be doing a review and an audit of all the CDC guidelines for COVID right. as far as the, right. Right. that. Which what, what are your thoughts on that, and what do you think we might see? Yeah, so, there?
3: Uh Rochelle Walensky, who's the new CDC director, mm-hmm. a very very smart uh, infectious disease doctor from uh, Harvard, but. She was interviewed by the Wall Street Journal and talking about that they're going to go completely over every detail of COVID related policies line by line and make sure that they're what they should be and that they're also implemented. You know, before, uh, in with the other guy, you know, we had this kind of random collection of policies that weren't being followed or followed through, and this constant. Uh, concerned that the white house was interfering with the cdc's uh guidelines and directives which was like an absurd thing so you you didn't know whether to believe a guideline because it was scientifically valid or because the white house was was uh, pushing it and it was bs so and that's
2: what concerned me about stephanie and me we both go to kaiser and kaiser Flat out told me that they follow CDC guidelines to the letter on how when we should go back to work, when we should start traveling again, when we're not, you know, contagious or anything like that still has me a little concerned.
3: Right. Because in the back of your mind, you're thinking, wait a minute, was this a legitimate scientifically based guideline or is this something that the White House, for God knows what political reasons, was pushing And that uncertainty is very unsettling when it comes to something like this. And Mm -hmm. but now we're gonna not have that. We're gonna have
1: and Chris and and I, Doc, as you know, both tested negative two weeks Mm -hmm. after testing positive. I haven't, I mean, I've been very lucky. I've only my only symptom really was smell and taste, and that's coming back a little bit slowly. But you know, we both tested negative and I feel fine. Chris has a little bit of lingering fatigue.
2: But, um, but that, that's that's starting to go away yeah. as well. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But, but I mean, like, for instance, we don't know, but the latest study says we maybe have eight months of immunity uh, if you, we've had it. So at least that buys us some time. Well, my question is, when is it OK to get the vaccine if you've had COVID? I mean, because I was telling you, my mom tested positive. She's had no symptoms and they just vaccinated her. And I'm like, is it OK to vaccinate someone that's c- positive? But, you know, it
3: is OK. And and uh, you know if we had unlimited supply of vaccine, we would just open up these massive vaccination centers everywhere to come, whether you had vac- whether you had the uh, tested positive before or not, whether you were a general citizen of you know thirty five year old healthy person or whether you're in one of the risk groups, we should just be vaccinating like crazy. You know, nineteen forty seven, yeah, when there right. was the fear of smallpox coming back, New York City without going through the state or the federal government to six million doses of vaccine and in six weeks they they actually vaccinated six million uh new yorkers it was incredible and we yeah. could have been doing that here which i mean with uh, with the covid yeah. but uh, you know it's a big mess
1: yeah yep. and now and our last question is travis as you know tested inconclusive does huh. you think he is there a chance he does not have human dna doctor is there he, he has <laughs> symptoms. He has no more symptoms, but yeah. he has no. He has an inconclusive test. He,
3: he's like you Jeff Goldberg in The Fly. <laughs> see, see if he has a navel. Stephanie, check and see if yeah. Travis has check. Code. Lift your shirt. Lift your if he shirt. he does not, I do indeed. He came from outer space. <laughs> <laughs> all good (laughs) look we'll hire eyes anyway all good we we
1: are very very lucky and we are very very grateful to you you've been so kind about taking time off air to you know talk because we it's scary it's scary for everybody and you know you've been our our national daddy yeah
3: you guys (laughs) have been absolutely great and i'm so glad everybody's getting better and and, uh, to people out there that have symptoms or issues i just wish them well i i think we're going to be seeing a whole new day of honesty transparency and uh you know evidence-based science-based recommendations yeah. that will hopefully all follow but uh great oh, here's, day a, yeah. here's a
1: genetic question for you so if you know my mom of course 98 turning 98 tomorrow has no symptoms at all i've had hardly any symptoms um if travis and i weren't gay and we were to have sex with his weird DNA. Would we produce some sort of superhuman? Do you think some kind of you
3: character? Listen, dry. I think it's worth the experiment.
1: Yes.
2: There
3: you go.
1: All right, come on, Travis. Let's do this for America. You're wearing your Captain America shirt.
2: You're shooting
3: blanks, (laughs) Stevie. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: (laughs) All right. Love you, Doctor Doom. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, Doctor Doom. And scene for happy hour. But uh, listen, kids, you can't. we cannot tell you enough to be safe. We, Travis, Chris, and I all got COVID, despite yes. being trying to be really, really safe. Mm-hmm. It is going to be with us for a while. We're in a, a brutal like epicenter out here in California. There are new strains, right? There's mm-hmm. more contagious strains. You've got to get all your tools. You've got to get your clean phone, your clean phone wand, your KN95 respirator mask, your uh, hand sanitizer. They have it all at the newdealshop.com. And one of the things we're learning, right, we're new at this, we we get a free telehealth with Dr. Doom every week, but yes. you can't. You maybe can't do that. So listen to us. You need the real masks. We're right. finding that some masks are better than others, and uh, the uh, I, the New Deal shop has the FDA-authorized KN95 masks with anti-fraud laboring on every single package. You can check it right out, verify it on the website. They are tested right here in the U.S. of A. They provide the most significant level of protection. If you're going anywhere, we don't write Chris we don't you don't could have gotten it at a, a who knows supermarket at a gas station I could have gotten it at a bike shop I could mm-hmm. have gotten it at the airport I, I don't know it's a, the point is you have got to get the real deal masks if you're going out anywhere the new deal shop verified authenticated FDA authorized KN95 masks do it now i'm trying to panic you do yes. it now the dot mm-hmm. thenewdealshop.com the